Welcome in to Red Zone Radio. It is great to be here. Great to have you. Just a reminder, you can listen to Red Zone Radio on the up Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere that you get podcasts. Today we'll be talking about Missouri's big upset win in the Cotton Bowl over Ohio State. We'll also be previewing the college football playoffs, so stay tuned. That's all coming up on this episode of Red Zone Radio. All right, so Missouri beats Ohio State. Eli Drinkwitz has done a phenomenal job with the Tigers, and they are not going anywhere anytime soon. They are peaking and getting better at the right time, heading into what is going to be a more challenging SEC next year. So great job for the Missouri Tigers. I wanted to touch on the Buckeyes really quick because everybody is just flipping out, whether you're a Buckeye fan or not a Buckeye fan, about Ohio State. Especially because this morning, Michael Hall declared for the draft. And you go to some comments about this game, about Michael Hall declaring for the draft. And you would think that Ohio State would have lost nine games this year. Buckeye fans, take a deep breath. What happened last night sucks. Okay? It just, if you're a Buckeye fan, what happened last night, it sucked. You don't want to lose to Missouri. And I keep seeing these stats pop up. Well, Ryan Day's going through it against the SEC. Ohio State needs to move on from Ryan Day. There, there needs to be changes. Okay, hold on. I'm able to think two things at the same time. Yes, Missouri outplayed Ohio State yesterday, and their program is going in a phenomenal direction. With that being said, this isn't an excuse for Ohio State. But I'm also able to think that, well, wait a second. Ohio State was missing... Their first quarterback who started from all year, he entered the transfer portal. And then their their second quarterback that got three weeks of practice, he got hurt about eight minutes into the game. And then you need to go to the true freshman and Lincoln Kingholz. And I'm not saying that he played bad, but he would tell you, Ryan Day would tell you, that is not what the future holds for that guy. He's going to be a good quarterback. But when you're on your third-string quarterback, there's only so much you can do. I don't care that Ryan Day is an offensive guru. I know people hate on Ryan Day a lot. He does not deserve to be scrutinized the way that he is scrutinized, to be honest, by his own fan base. All right, he lost to Missouri. Am I really supposed to believe, because you're on a third-string quarterback and because Marvin Harrison didn't play, and I know they're going to have to get used to life without Marvin Harrison— but it's one thing when you have an all, a whole offseason to prepare for. It's another thing when you have three weeks to prepare for it and you're recruiting. I understand Missouri's doing with the same stuff. I understand Missouri was doing with recruiting. Again, I'm not making excuses for Ohio State, but I'm saying context matters. And so when I look at Ohio State, no, I don't see the downfall of them. I think losing to Michigan in three years in a row has completely sent the fan base over the edge. Take a deep breath. You're going to be fine. Ohio State is still going to be a powerhouse. Look at their recruiting rankings. Ohio State's going to have a talented quarterback next year. Maybe this will make them be more aggressive in the portal. I'm not particularly sure what their plan is, but I trust them because I trust Ohio State and I trust Ryan Day to get it done. Let's be honest, Ohio State fans. Yesterday was not about winning that game for you. It was about not losing. If you won, would it really have eased any Ryan Day talk? 
Wanting him fired about losing to Michigan is one thing. Because if he would beat Michigan, I know you wouldn't be saying that. But if he would have beat Missouri, you wouldn't have cared. Yesterday was more about not losing than it was winning. Right? So I, I look at Ohio State. People are saying this is the downfall. People are saying Ryan Day needs to go. Ohio State's going to fall off the map. No, they're not. Take a deep breath, Buckeye fans. It's going to be all right. You've got Ryan Day as a play caller. I understand he put up three points. I don't know any coach in the country that would do well with their third-string quarterback who's a true freshman. Not to mention the fact that that Missouri team was about to beat Georgia in Athens. And then I see the stats this morning. Well, Ryan Day and his career are 0-3 in the ACC. Again, I'm not making excuses for Ryan Day. But I do think context matters. So let's look at the three losses. Well, the first loss was in the 2020 National Championship. So he got them to a National Championship. And it was to Alabama. Okay, and not just any Alabama team. Probably the greatest team Nick Saban's ever had. Remember that team with... Devontae Smith, the Heisman winner, Mac Jones, Jalen Waddle came in for a little bit of the national championship, but he he was hurt, but he came in for it. They had dudes up and down the field on that roster. I don't think anybody in the playoff era was beating 2020 Alabama besides for maybe 2019 LSU. That's about it, okay? So again, it's not an excuse, but I understand why that happened. Okay, let's go to the other loss. 2022. Last year's New Year's Eve game, the epic game against Georgia in the playoff semifinal. Again, I'm not making excuses for it. Had their kicker to field goal, they would have beat Georgia. By the way, the only other team that has done that in the last three years has been Alabama. So it's not making excuses. It's not that you're happy about those losses, but you can stomach them. And last night, had Devin Brown played the whole game, it might be a different discussion. But I, I, can, I can look at a team that's without a quarterback, it's not to say that the true freshman that started last night cannot move forward. But last night, he was not ready for that moment. And the coaches knew it. That's why he wasn't playing. But who else are you going to go to? So look, it, it again, it's not an excuse. What Missouri did, they outplayed Ohio State. But I do think that context matters. And I do think that people saying Ohio State's done they're falling off the map. Brian Day is going to be fired. Just calm down a second, okay? You're going to figure out a way to beat Michigan eventually. And you know what? If you lose to Michigan this year, that's a different story. But I don't think a loss in a bowl game where you were without your quarterback should determine someone's career. That's just my opinion of it. Ohio State's going to be fine. They're going to be fine moving forward. Okay, let's talk about the playoffs. First game, Michigan-Alabama in the Rose Bowl. That's going to be an epic game. So, I have thought about this game a lot because two things I think are true about Michigan. I think, first of all, they have the best defense in the country. And second of all, they have the better team. I think Michigan has the better team. However, styles make fights. And I just don't like the matchup for Michigan. I think they're a better team, but when I look at the matchup, okay, they haven't seen anybody like Jalen Monroe that can threaten them with his legs. I think that's going to put a lot of stress on this defense. And I think if Michigan is going to win this game, what it's really going to come down to is J.J. McCarthy. Their defense is going to have to get stops, and I think their defense will get stops. I think at first, the defense is going to struggle. I think Michigan's defense is going to struggle at first. 
because they're not going to be used to the legs of Jalen Miller. Later on in the game, I think Jesse Mentor could come up with a better plan to contain Jalen Miller. Not that you can't before the game, but seeing it in person is a little different than seeing it on tape. Now, as far as Alabama goes, Jalen Milrow is going to have to play just like they did against Georgia. And to be honest with you, that's why I think I'm leaning Alabama in this game is because of what I saw them do to Georgia. I think Georgia and Michigan play very similar styles, and I think they're very similar talent-wise. This year, Michigan might have a little bit of a better team than Georgia did this year. But with that being said, I saw what Alabama did to Michigan. They were a matchup nightmare. I think Alabama is a matchup nightmare for Michigan. I still think Michigan has a better team, and I'm not surprised when Michigan won. I'm just going to pick Alabama because I don't like the matchup. Also, this is another thing that you have to take this in consideration. It's Nick Saban. How can I not take that into consideration? It's not that I don't think Jim Harbaugh is a good coach, but Nick Saban in these playoffs, in these in these in the playoff era, had just been phenomenal. Now, I think Michigan. Is going to play a really good game. They're going to have a chance to win it. I just think Alabama is just going to somehow, someway win, whether it's a play with Miller's legs, whether it's a play like they had in the Iron Bowl. They're going to pull some sort of rabbit out of a hat, and that is why I'm taking the Crimson Tide here over Michigan. Something that's really interesting about this game to me is that Michigan, and I should say the whole playoff overall, Michigan, I think, has the best team. Okay, like, I, I don't even think that's disputable when you look at the roster, the depth they have. They have the best team. But if I'm Michigan, I'm looking at this playoff, and I'm like, man, Weezer's got dealt. Two of the three teams match up, in my opinion, really good with Michigan. I think those two teams are Alabama, and I think it's Washington if they do potentially meet in the national championship. I think Michigan could handle Texas. Texas is big up front. But I don't. you don't see Michigan get pushed around. That's their style. With Alabama and with Washington, they can spread you out. Jalen Miller will threaten them with his legs, and Michael Penix is a mobile quarterback. If you look at Michigan's schedule, the one thing they haven't really faced, even though they beat Ohio State and even though they beat Penn State and they have good wins, they haven't faced a mobile quarterback. They have not faced two quarterbacks with, that, with, those, with the skill set that a Michael Penix or a Jalen Miller would throw at them. So if they're going to win the game, it's going to come down to containing those two quarterbacks. Again, I think Michigan could win the national championship. I think they are the best team. But those two matchups, I just I hate them for Michigan, and specifically this Alabama matchup. So I am picking Alabama. But we'll see what happens. Interesting to see what happens with Jim Harbaugh's future there at Michigan as well. All right. Let's go to Washington and Texas. So I've actually gone back and forth. When I first saw this game, I thought Texas, hands down, because I thought they were going to control the line of scrimmage, and that's the most important thing in football. It doesn't matter how many receivers you have. It doesn't matter what quarterback you have. If you get pushed around, you're not going to win the game. However, I think Washington has a good offensive line. It's timely. Very similar defense. It's not always consistently good, but it is timely, and it shows up when it needs to. If Michael Penix has the game of his life, they will win, and I think he will. Because they can spread Texas out, and that secondary of Texas is gettable. So I will take Washington, and I'll take Alabama. And that's going to be a heck of a national championship, if that is what it is. And I'll predict that when time comes. If that was right now, I'd probably lean to Washington a little bit. But those two 
those two might not even been it. I could be completely those two might not be even in the national championship. I could be completely wrong. And we will see as time get closer as time gets closer. But those are my two picks, Bama and Washington. Again, it's not to say the two are great teams. I think they could all win the national championship. I think this is the most even it's been since the playoff has started. All right, that's going to wrap it up for this episode of Red Zone Radio, this quick episode. Have a great day. Have a happy new year, and I will see you next time on Red Zone Radio.